Now we know that finding the perfect non-alcoholic drink can sometimes feel like a major challenge, but we've discovered something that's about to knock your socks off and your taste buds too. Go Brewing. Did you know Go Brewing was rated number one, number one, Michaela, for non-alcoholic beer in the country and rightly so. Fun fact. All of their beers fall under the gluten-free guidelines, so you won't get that gross bloated feel that you sometimes can get when you're drinking, let's be honest. Plus, all their brews without fruit have less than one gram of sugar. Because we want to feel sexy and sober and have fun, Go Brew is the perfect choice for us. And who says beer isn't sophisticated? When you could just put it in a champagne glass like I do. My favorite at the moment is the Sunshine State Tropical IPA from Go Brewing. It's the mango and peach flavor. As a listener, you can save 15% by going to brewing.com slash sobergirls or by using the code sobergirls. Plus, get a free two-day shipping on orders of $40 or more. Again, go to brewing.com slash sobergirls or use our code sobergirls for 15% off. Okay, can I be honest here? Yes. I used to rely on alcohol for a lot of things, including managing my PMS symptoms like anxiety, irritability, feeling blue, ugh, huge mistake. However, as a sober girl today, that is obviously not an option, but have no fear. Ladies, we found a solution to our PMS woes, alcohol so not needed. Enter Jubilance, your daily support and new BFF when it comes to true and effective PMS relief. It's so simple. Just take one capsule a day and keep your symptoms at bay. If you're interested in trying it, you can use the code SOBERGIRLS for $10 off your first order. I've noticed I have more energy, focus, less cravings, and my mood feels so much more balanced. Jubilance is a non-hormonal available over-the-counter and powered by two-ingredient formula used by thousands of women worldwide to live PMS mood symptom-free. Think less anxiety, less irritability, more peace, power, and dare I say, fun all month long. Try Jubilance for $10 off by visiting jubilance.com forward slash sobergirls or use the promo code sobergirls at checkout. That's J-U-B-I-L-A-N-C-E.com slash sobergirls for $10 off. Hey guys, welcome to Two Sober Girls Podcast, whoop, whoop, whoop. episode nine. I can't believe it. I'm your host, Erin. I'm here with my amazing co-host, Michaela. And today we're diving back into this 12 steps of recovery. We're going to focus on step three, but first there's a question that keeps coming up and it's one that comes is coming up for me in the rooms, out of the rooms. It's a great conversation to have. Um, Michaela, we were just talking about this. The question is, what do I do if I'm trying to stop drinking or drink less and my partner is not? This is an issue for a lot of couples. Um, I know I went through it. I walked through it. I have my two cents on it. Um, Michaela, you've worked with a lot of people in this position. Um, You know, what I would say first is your walk, your sobriety is is your responsibility, you know? First and foremost. So if you're making a decision, you are going to be responsible for the steps and actions you're taking. If this person is triggering you, um, then that's a different story. And that's a conversation you have to have with your partner. Like if there's certain things, maybe you were, we drink together at a certain time or do things, have that conversation and say, you know, I'm trying to change my habits around alcohol mm-hmm. and I would love your support. Um, is this possible? Can we shift? Um, 
if you're addicted, that's kind of a different story. And um, when I came back from rehab, my now ex-husband was very gracious and he is an incredible human, took all the alcohol out of the house. And cause I, I drank a lot in the house mm-hmm. I and mean, stocked in the fridge. And he really was like, I'm not going to drink in front of you. I'm not going to drink in house. Wow. Annoyed me as true alcoholic. I was like, you know what? I'm working the steps and I'm miserable because early sobriety, I was miserable. And I'm like, you at least don't have to, you know? So I was a total jerk about it, but he did the right thing. And then eventually it came obviously because I'm not living in a bubble and AA teaches you and guides you how to live in a world full of alcohol and not partake. It came back in, but it was very respectful and slowly, Um, you know, so that was my, you know, take on it. Yeah. No, it's funny. I wrote down the same thing um, is to have that conversation with your partner. Mm -hmm. And I think everyone's going to have a different outcome. I think before you have that conversation, there needs to be a level of clarity and sureness and your whole body, your whole energy needs to be not swayed because I've had experience when I would say, I am not drinking and the person didn't believe me. And eventually I would. And because I was not sure and like, I was not convicted and is is that the word convicted? So I was not like, you know, I was not a hundred percent there. It's all good. Part of the journey right now. It's like nothing can sway me. I don't have to make excuses for whatever. But, you know, that's my evolution. So wherever you are, like on the spectrum, you know, meditate, go within, ask yourself important questions. Like, why am I stopping drinking? Like, why do I not want to live with alcohol? I think when you make a list of all the, the horrible ways you feel on it, like that's a solid thing right there. So it's doing the inner work first 100%. and it could be like, you know, taking a, a class or, or talking to a coach or just taking out your journal and writing it down and connecting to God and, you know, really getting clear. So yeah. it's having that conversation. And I think once you have that conversation and you have that energy to back you up because you already know you've wrote down what, why, right? You don't have yep. to like explain all the reasons, right. but then you say like, how, what can we change? So if you, you know, if you have to be practical, so like if you used to go out to eat and, you know, there was a bottle here, like, you know, perhaps just like, what can we do different or how can we infuse fun into our relationship that does not include alcohol? It could be going for a walk. How can we connect? How can we, you know, and it's funny, and I'm sure this will happen that you end up becoming a mirror. And if you are in, you know, a flowy relationship, this can transfer onto the partner, but don't be upset if it doesn't. Again, like Aaron said, you are your, this is your own Mm -hmm. journey. We, you know, Mm -hmm. we have to focus on ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's the purpose of doing this is not to make somebody else stop drinking. It's to Mm -hmm. bring the focus to yourself because ultimately you want to feel better. And also, you know, they'll see you're, you're waking up more refreshed. You're becoming more productive. Perhaps you're making more money. You're becoming creative and it's so hot. It's so hot. hot. (laughs) And Right. It's attraction, not promotion, right? Attraction, not promotion. Be like, that person and don't talk about yeah. it. Just, and, and just do, and regardless, because we are, cannot control other people's behaviors of all different things that are going on. So just, this is your walk. This is your highest good. 
put your head down and do it and find other people outside of your relationship that support you that want yeah. to live the same way and have that community that network and you nailed something else true connection does not involve alcohol because you can't really deeply connect in fact it robs you of that true connection and even the connection to yourself and god it truly does yes like it literally makes it hazy (laughs) and it it sucks it's not real and we're dying for true connection which leads us michaela to step three which is the it's all about divine connection. And I was, you know, so excited guys to talk about this because, oh my goodness, this step for me saved my life. This was the step that solidified AA, that solidified, I'm going to make it. Look, I remember the night. I, re- I remember this entire wow. year because so step three is a little bit different than the other steps. And it's, it's, it's a thing. You actually take the step with your sponsor. And in my big book, I have the date two, 12, 20. I remember the church. We Angel were- numbers. <gasps> oh, my- yes. Angel numbers. Yes. Covering yes. That. It's, it's all divine. Um, and what the third step, let me read the third step and then explain how you take the third step with your sponsor. Okay. And I want to say, we, we talked yeah. about this briefly is whether you are in sobriety or not, I want this to be where you can apply this in your life yes. for different things, for different addictions, for mm-hmm. yourself, even if you you know have problem with it or not. Right. Yeah. Um, a solution to even how we have deal with relationships, difficult people. It's a spiritual solution, but I'm so happy you said that. Okay. Step three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Okay. So step three, so let me go into my big book. Okay. So I'm going to read a little bit of step three and explain how you take this step. All right. So we are now at step three. Many of us said to our maker, as we understood him. God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self. I have that underlined that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love and thy way of life. May I do thy will always. We thought well before taking this step, making sure we were ready that we could at last abandon ourselves utterly to him. So when you take this step, I took the step on my knees in a church basement. A lot of AA meetings are in churches. We went to the church basement. When I do step work with my sponsor, Kathy and I, um, on my knees, Beautiful. I prayer. she prayed it over me, wrote it in my big book. And it was, it was a thing. And then I truly released. I said, I am not in control. I am not powerful enough to do this, but the God inside of me is, and I surrender and I'm going to win. And I won and I won every day, but this, this is a prayer. I pray every day. So this is my, mm. my daily, um, in my morning, actually I pray it all day long, but I first start in the morning with my meditation. The third step prayer is in my rotation. And I love that it talks about bondage of self addiction is bondage. You are not free. And, mm. you know, our highest good is to be aligned with divine will. And so this prayer aligns us with, with God's highest plan for your life, with the power to see that through, freed from bondage of self that would play small and cover your life in an addiction that is keeping you small and you think safe, but it's really killing you and robbing you of your light and of your joy. 
Um, and it's just the, it's a surrender. Like I remember taking this prayer, taking the step and being like, I felt like weight just dropped off of me. And I'm like, I won because I surrendered and it's now God. It's almost sounds like a spiritual awakening. It is. Yeah, it is. It is. I love that. It's my, it's my favorite step. It it truly is. Because without this moment, I wouldn't have made it in AA. Wow. It's, this is wild because this morning, uh, one of my books, I decided to read this morning with my coffee. It's called uh, the game of life and how to play it. It's, it's like a, it's like a hidden spiritual gem. Really good. But today's Mm -hmm. message that I got And here's a little tip for you guys. Um, I have a prayers uh, folder in my notes app and whatever prayers um, I'm like attracted to or like really light me up, I write them down in there because I forget, like, I don't, you know, it's just, I I forget and I have it there when I need and I title Mm -hmm. it with whatever the things I need. So today's was cast your burden. Mm. Um, The way that they describe it here. So basically saying, I cast this burden of, so let's say you have resentment against somebody. I cast this burden of resentment on the Christ within, and I go free to be loving, harmonious, and happy. And then, so that's what I highlighted. And you can, you can substitute, I cast this burden of lack. Let's say you're, you know, you're feeling Mm -hmm. lack, um, and I go free to be um, overflowing and with riches. So you can like literally substitute it with whatever, um, whatever you're feeling bad about, and then kind of reframe it to how you want to feel. Right. It's like a prayer affirmation. Um, and so what happens is the almighty super conscious flooded the subconscious with love and her whole life was changed. So this was with this woman for years, resentment had held her in a state of torment and imprisoned her soul the Mm -hmm. subconscious mind, the statement should be made over and over and over Mm -hmm. sometimes for hours at a time, silently or audibly with quietness, but determination. Um, we have, we must wind ourselves up with spoken words. Um, and then lastly here, I have noticed in casting the burden after a while, one seems to see clearly which is, I think what you experienced, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It is impossible to have a clear vision while in the throes of carnal mind. The mind and body and imagination runs riot, attracting disaster and disease. So it's like, it literally changes what you are attracting in life. It changes yes. your vibration. It changes your cells. It changes your DNA because you end up doing different things. Yes. No. And in the, the, I love that prayer and it's so fitting and so funny. You're touching, <laughs> today, this morning, <laughs> this is, that's God. And you're touching on the fourth step, which is our next one. And I'm like, Oh, because that's when we write a list of all those that we have a resentment against. Mm. Um, but you, you nailed it. Like, you know, I went to bed last night and sometimes, you know, you have things rolling around in your brain. I'm like, wait a second. That's not for me. God, I give this to you. Yes. You know, what's best. God, I give this to you with love and gratitude. God, I am so excited to see what you are going to do with this. And I just, I thank you in advance because it's going to be so beautiful. And And it's with anything. I do this in my business. Like, I'm like, oh shoot, I got to go on stories to talk about something like, okay, I give you that God, that the worry or the fear or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I can show up and be my best self. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
this prayer and we're, you know, again, we're talking about this earlier. It's, it's an all day thing. This is a lifestyle. This is a, you know, bondage of self, you know, feeling that you just can't overcome that really bad habit or heal that relationship. Give it to God. I offer myself to thee. I lay it down. I'm giving it to you, God. And I pray that you would infuse me with your spirit, your light, your will, your way. And you let go. Because mm-hmm. I think women, we hold on to everything. Like, you know, it's like we have a backpack of bricks and we like almost can't breathe. Cause we're like, I'm responsible for you and for you. And for no, we're not give it, give it to God. God and do it in divine power. Be like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to give this to God and walk through and thy will be done in divine will and miracles start happening. And you're so much more of service to the people you love because you're doing this now with a superpower, not a human, you know, fleshly weak striving, but a release and like just having that divine light flow and there's peace. And remember this whole thing, when we're anxious, we're more likely to pick up something to cope when we're at peace. We're not. So when it's like, Oh my, how am I going to deal with this? How am I? No, now it's God has me. This has already been taken care yeah. of release it. I'm not drinking over it. I'm giving it to God instead of drinking. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, I I do love, love this stuff. And, uh, without even knowing I've, I've been doing it right. Mm -hmm. Um, and it just makes life so much easier. And I realized we said earlier before we started recording is that I feel better than I feel than in my twenties and even in my teens, because I, w- I didn't have this connection mm-hmm. and only I started feeling it when I started doing yoga, when we did, yeah. you know, breathing and, and, you know, gentle prayers, not to God mm-hmm. per se, but it was more like to ourselves and mm-hmm. just like tapping into this veil of not the 3d because some simultaneously we like, yes, right now we are in the 3d. It's what we see, what we can uh, just basically see with our naked eye. But there's so much more to uh, our reality than what we can see, but we have to tap into that. And I'm actually, I'm doing a a masterclass next, uh, next month. It's going to be called um, building your wellness toolbox. And I do truly believe we each, each of us need to have this wellness toolbox. And it's a, it's a mind thing that, you know, you have things to support you. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, for so long, my tools were alcohol going out. It was, you know, nice. sleeping late. Like those were how I coped mm-hmm. with, with feelings, but there is another way. There's another way to feel better, to be in control. And yes, your life will change, yes. but for the better, you, yeah. you know, for me, it's like simplifying. It's saying no to many things, be saying hell yes to many things that truly mm-hmm. like light me up. Yeah. And so, yeah, I wanted to invite anybody that's on here. It's going to be September 9th. And if you need the link, you could just DM me um, on Instagram. I can't wait to jump onto that. Well, and I think that's, you know, why it's so incredible, like to, we're merging our two worlds of, you know, AA alcohol-free, because I do feel while AA is this robust, beautiful program in the rooms, there's things that are lacking that I'm like, wait, let's Mm -hmm. fill in that gap and then infuse it here. So it's like the best of both worlds because you do need a toolkit. And this is like, so this is your, like the first step spiritually surrender, give it to God. But 
self-care and knowing how to take care of yourself so that you're in this place of peace. And also that you're not jumping to another addiction. You know, I, I jumped from one thing to food to, you know, many people jump to exercise Mm -hmm. as, as an addiction becomes very unhealthy Mm -hmm. Um, or eating too clean and being so rigid in it because Mm it gives them control in that sense. Um, you just know control because who's really in control. There's a whole, it's like, I'm not in control and that's what frees you. You're right. And I, I do see cross addictions a lot and it's, um, it's kind of in our, how our DNA works, right? We're like, we're just constantly trying to avoid that pain and seeking pleasure when you have the tools and you know, this better than anyone healing is sitting with it, dealing with it and releasing it. And this enables you to get to that space. And this is why for AA, you do this with the sponsor, because the next step leads you to go now that we've surrendered, invited God in, you, now you're going to clean up the past. Now you're going to go into that like ugly stuff, Mm, the physical stuff in in a way, like it's like what we see on the outside. Yeah. So there's different, different dimensions. I love that. I love that. Can't wait to do that before you're going to love step four. It's so you, I love it. So I think anybody listening to this step, your homework, if you choose to take it or your assignment is to invite more prayer and surrender into your daily life experience. This can be when you wake up, this could be when you fall asleep. I do mindfulness things just like on autopilot now, where probably in the beginning it was, it had to be scheduled and it, you know, I had to really create the routine around it. And now it's as I need, it just pops up and it's a two second shift that I need to make to Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. redirect my thoughts, my energy. Mm -hmm. If I'm out of alignment and you'll know this, you're not meant to feel like shit. So that means you're out of alignment. So how can you, like, how do you want to feel? I always say that. How do I want to feel? Depending on the situation, I want to feel empowered or I want to feel loving, or I want to feel focused if I'm working, or if I want to feel at peace, like looking at the trees, how do I want to feel? Yes. Because then you have, you can, you can in a way connect to God in that sense. And you get that vision or that energy right back. Right back. But there can be a million of things that you can be thinking about. And most of them are negative. Yep. You nailed it. But inviting God back. It's cleaning it up. Clean up the mind through uh-huh. meditation, through mindfulness, through prayer, through breathing, through journaling, through listening to content like this and mm-hmm. connecting with people who are like-minded mm-hmm. because you're, you know, you have to plant these seeds. You do. Yeah, always. And you have to have it ready, like in your mind, when those thoughts come, like this is memorized for me. And I'll just say parts of the prayer. That and it's I a was, feeling, right? So it's not I, the words, it's the feeling that I, it gives you. So yeah. I want to, I want to say this prayer again to you. And I want you to tap in into what it feels to you. So obviously words, words are words, words are vibration, but also words can trigger feelings that's why hurtful words mm-hmm. are you know can really like like damage right many things so but so can loving words right so i want you to if you can close your eyes and think of that one thing that is your burden like we said it can be resentment it could be a feeling of lack it can be a worry it can be anxiety 
what is that one thing? Cause we, no matter how much you do this work, we have a thing that's bothering us right now, right? Mm-hmm. Bring that in the mind and say, in your mind, I cast this burden and then insert whatever it is. I cast of this burden on the Christ within and I go free and then infer, insert what you want to feel instead. So, but just like tap, it's like that switch of tapping into the feeling. I love that. Mm. Now it's like a simple practice. You can write it down. You can put it in your notes. You can put it on a sticky note. You can put it in your car. Yeah. We need these reminders because um, that is how you rewire your subconscious mind, which is the, the mind of like connected with God. Yes. No, let's share that prayer on our Instagram. I, and that's gorgeous. Yeah. That's a beautiful, well, I'm going to be using that and I'll share the third step prayer, but, oh, that just works for me. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. And yes. So thank you everyone for tuning in. I hope you enjoy this third step and apply it in every area of your life. And please let us know what you loved, or if you have any questions or if you are struggling with anything in particular, we will Um, put it on our next episode. Can't wait. All right. Have a beautiful day. We'll see you next week. I'm Madeline and I'm the host of the Happiest Sober Podcast. I got sober in my 20s after a decade of gray area drinking and the greatest plot twist of all time was realizing that alcohol, the thing that I thought made my life the most happy and fun and exciting, was actually the exact thing preventing me from living my happiest and best life. My mom is 40 years sober and she joins me on my podcast very often. I like to call her my part-time co-host and I also bring you solo episodes where I share my top tips, tricks, and mindset shifts in sobriety and lots of how-tos for navigating all the things sober, from weddings to parties to holidays to bachelorette parties to trips. I'm also joined by so many guests who come on and share their sober stories, and they're all so, so inspiring. I'm here to show you that life doesn't end when you quit drinking. In fact, it's very much the opposite. And no matter what your relationship was with alcohol, life can be the absolute happiest when you're sober. New episodes come out every Tuesday. You can listen to Happiest Sober Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.